0: being blocked. It will happen to us all at some point. So negotiating the pain with a measure of reason belongs to the art of living. A number of tips suggest themselves. Firstly, don't attempt to minimise what's happened. Being brave has no place here. Allow your sadness so much room, so much time, so many melancholic songs, hot baths and indulgent meals, you eventually bore yourself back into an appetite for life. Secondly, believe them when they said it. Don't imagine that their past sweetness and kind words provides any covert indications of future commitment. Kill any remaining hope yourself if they didn't quite have the courage to do so themselves. Don't imagine that anyone can love on command. The capacity to feel attracted lies outside the will it isn't a question of them not trying hard enough. Remove morality from it. They were not being bad for not loving, and nor were you good for wanting them. You were both on a search for pleasure that took you down different and conflicting routes. Our conscious minds ride like tiny boats on the swells of unconscious, psychoanalytic, and biological seeds. So don't turn this into a morality tale. They acted weirdly around the breakup Not because they were bad or indeed unsure, they just felt terribly guilty because they're nice. Which doesn't, though, mean that they want you. Many of us are predisposed to think especially well of people who don't want us. It feeds into our reserves of self-hatred. But this isn't romanticism, it's an illness. The true challenge is to stop being so revolted by people who do in fact want us, and so admiring of those who don't. Think back to when you rejected people. You didn't hate them or regret them. The chief emotions were embarrassment and pity. Don't connect up the rejection with everything you fear and hate about being you. Don't accuse them of cowardice. Don't exaggerate their qualities. Don't insist on their uniqueness. Don't offer them sex in the hope of changing their mind. Don't imagine that people can fall back in love with someone out of pity or of guilt and don't defensively maintain that they had a fear of intimacy. Just try to laugh and have a few rounds of casual sex, if that helps, but above all, don't keep thinking of the end of this relationship as tragically sad. The only good relationship, the only relationship worth mourning, would be one to which two people desperately wanted to belong. And this wasn't, in the end, despite all the promising signs,
1: that kind of relationship at all. Here. All right. Welcome to episode 29 of Riley Random's podcast. I go by the name of Riley Ritz, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Shout out Bushwick. Shout out Canarsie. Shout out Best Eye. I review OnlyFans. I rap. And as of today, I podcast. I podcast. Shout out to old listeners and new listeners. Thank y'all for sticking around. I appreciate it as I still learn my way through podcasting better. Especially now that I'm about to head towards episode 30. Sheesh. I definitely intend on giving y'all a visual podcast soon. It won't stay audio for long. So thank y'all for sticking with me through the audio only stage. And I definitely need to post some more clips in the future very near future, but, um, yeah, um, I know I gave y'all a long-ass podcast intro, and also, I don't care, I felt like that was needed and appropriate for what I planned on discussing later on today, but, um, yeah, um, you know, let me just talk about it real quick, um, my OnlyFans fans review hiatus in case I didn't talk about it on the last episode. Honestly, I just felt burnt out. <laughs> Honestly, I just felt burnt out. I was frustrated. Mentally frustrated. I think a frustrated created by my own doing. For overthinking this shit. Because. um, Interacting with. With one of my following. Or when you say. An opinion that's differently from theirs. People get weird. People get weird. They say some shit and you know and yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. When you, when they say some shit and you take it in, it fucks with, it fucks with your energy and when it fucks with your energy, it fucks with your creative energy and that's when you just get like turned off from doing shit. Like, the only reason I've done, I've continued to do OnlyFans reviews review, OnlyFans reviews for this long, I'm sorry. It's because, you know, other, like the second reason is to service the folks that actually take heed to it. The third is, yeah, the second is to service the folks that actually take, take heed to it and actually use it to win, actually subscribe it to fans. So that means something, you know. And the first one is because simply I enjoyed doing it. I didn't mind doing it. I was coming out of my pocket every time, but I enjoy doing it. When I no longer enjoy doing something, then that's when I veer away from it. When I, especially when people try to pigeonhole me in that category, I hate it. I don't like being pigeonhole at all. That's why I've had a hard time, you know, pinning myself to one thing because I like to be fluid. I like to be a fluid human. I like to be a fluid being, a fluid individual, which means I like to get into something whenever it interests me. You know, one day it could be hip hop, tomorrow could be soul, the day after that could be rock. I've been watching a different YouTube channel recently, so that's great. I like to be fluid. I don't like to be pigeonholed into one thing and be defined by that one thing because As a being, you're more than just one thing. That's also why I couldn't get into branding. I don't like to be known as just that one thing. I don't want people to identify identify me as just that one thing. Nor do I want to identify people as just that one thing. They're more than that. I'm more than this. So the more somebody tells me, stick to Omni fans, stick to Omni fans, the more I'm like, I'm not, Oh, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. Fuck you. Now what? If it means losing a couple more fans, so be it. Like, not for nothing. The majority of people, I'm going to be honest, the majority of people are there for entertainment. They're here for the jokes. I get that. They don't really like, not too many of them give a fuck about the Omni fans review. They just like it because it's entertaining to them. Period. It's something to get a chuckle off in the middle of a day. And, you know, that's cool, but I'm not gonna be anybody's fucking service monkey either. I'm a fucking human being. But I also realize it's like up to me to remind people of things that I do. So that's all my doing too. I gotta remind people that I am a rapper. I am an artist. I am a person that isn't just saying shit off the top of the head and you think it's funny because y'all y'all not used to people being blunt before. It's not my fault. Niggas is around fucking Yes, man, then fucking suppressive people. And what I mean by suppressing people is instead of being honest, they can just say shit to fit in. So somebody being 100 percent is not something y'all really used to every day. So I get how it comes off funny to you, whether it's the delivery or just being straight period, straightforward, period. So yeah, so I just chill off that voluntarily. So I just recently dropped an OnlyFans review. One of them contained the Melissa Four. I'm gonna to get to the in-depth of that later. So I wanna just get to, you know, what I really put the intro in there for, and that's what's her name? I'm sorry. Mia Morcano. Uh a couple recently she, her she was missing. She was missing, she recently they recently discovered her body and come to find out the, um, the maintenance, the maintenance worker did it. Maintenance worker found dead by suicide is prime suspect of Mia Marcano disappearance. A maintenance worker in the Arden Villas apartment was found dead and an apparent suicide on Monday is considered a prime suspect in the disappearance of Mia Marcano. Like right, I'm reading the article direct. Let me see. Um, I'm getting to the I want to get to the real reason why because that's been the discussion for the past couple days since the guy was However, have not hesitated to make their frustration with the apartment's complex management Let me see. Marcano, a Valencia College student from South Florida and member of the apartment complex, was last seen at 5 p.m. Friday. Her disappearance was reported to the authorities after she missed a flight. Cabarello, 27, was a maintenance worker at the complex who, according to Orange County Sheriff, made repeated romantic advances to Marcano but been rebuffed by the young woman. And, yeah, Cab- Cabarello's arrest for the burglary. obtained a warrant for Cabarello's arrest for burglary after discovering he improperly entered Marcano's apartment with a master key just minutes before she was last seen. They never got the survey. His body was discovered Monday morning by a pair of maintenance workers inside a garage at another apartment in unincorporated Longwood. He died by suicide. The negligence to background check staff members for master keys, yeah, so all right, so this confirms what I've been reading through social media and the internet in general for the past couple of days. Dude had a crush on her, he couldn't take he couldn't take rejection, so he abused his position as being you know a maintenance worker since he had the master key and just used it and just kidnapped her. Possibly sexually... Likely sexually assaulted assaulted her and killed her. And to avoid... And to avoid being held accountable, he took the coward's way out. Now, this is the... This is the... This is where I would count suicide as being the coward's way out. It's totally different. Me being the suicide survivor, suicide attempt survivor, it's different when... You know, you're going through depression, anxiety, and mental illness. That's totally different. Versus, as opposed to you committing a crime and instead of accepting what's coming to you, you're you're escaping that by death. I don't respect that. I don't respect that. And furthermore, I always thought it was creepy for... The maintenance worker or even you know the superintendent for having a master key and just coming in with little to no moments of notice I always thought that shit was so invasive even before all this I'm like and just watching the fucking the crime television shows some of that shit be based on the true story about women living in an apartment complex these fucking superintendent niggas Coming in with a key, either when you're not there, being fucking pervy, smelling your panties and whatnot, I'm not being funny, or taking intimate stuff of yours for their little you know, perversion, or even go as far as fucking watching you in the shower or some dumb shit. I ever heard some shit about one of these niggas putting a hole in the wall, putting a camera in there just so he can get his fucking pervy throws off. So, yeah, I do agree about these maintenance workers or superintendents not having master keys and practicing some fucking decency. Just because you're a superintendent or maintenance worker of the building doesn't give you the right to fucking go into somebody's space like that whenever you feel like it or just because you simply can't. Like, nah, I I don't go for that shit. I don't go for that shit at all. Especially when you can't take rejection and you use it to like, to get your, and you use that to get your, what you call it, your, your vengeance off. That's the current word I can look for it at that time. And, nah. And it also brought back, you know, the usual conversation about women getting killed. Due to men not being able to take rejection. That's been the conversation piece for how many years? And it's a damn shame that it is still a conversation piece to this day. Nobody should have their lives taken away or even threatened because no is the deal breaker for you. Which is why I put that how to take take rejection intro into it. And I can go on a whole tangent as to why niggas need to accept no being no. But it also had me thinking about myself and about the shit that I've said recently on a few episodes here about me and this girl, this girl I used to date, Mahogany. And... I'm not even going to paint myself as a saint because as a as a being overall, I can I definitely need to do improvement on myself. That's in general. But I'm not going to generalize it when it comes to myself. I definitely could do better on my part, not just as a human being, but as a man. Meaning looking back how. Me and mahogany fell off. And I'm going to just make this brief because, like I said, I've discussed it on a few episodes. Looking back, how me and Mahogany fell off, I could have definitely dealt with it a better way. Because I still remember the, the fucking night that I got dumped. I'll never forget fucking calling, either her calling or me calling. And the energy was just different. The energy was just different. Normally, it was just, you know, we could talk for hours and never get tired of one another. Even when I had work, I didn't care. I enjoyed talking to her. And at the time, she enjoyed talking to me. Once she took that trip from upstate, came back, to- uh, totally different energy. The whole thing just shifted. Now it just feels like I'm forcing. She's not she's not that engaged anymore. Like she even told me she even told me to my face on the day, not to my face, but she told me on the fucking phone call. I no longer find you interesting anymore. Or I no longer find you intriguing anymore. And I thought back to what Lauren Hill said on the clip. We don't know what love is because the moment we find we no longer the moment we don't find them intriguing, we stop loving them. You're no longer interesting to talk to her anymore. Goodbye. I felt like that was that moment. <laughs> like, damn. And I just felt like the rug got pulled from underneath me and I just got the hardest gut punch. Like, all the air and light just got sucked out of me. Like, what the fuck? And she's telling me this is nothing personal. It's not your fault. You didn't fuck up. You didn't do anything. I just realized you are not my type. And I'm thinking to myself, it took you two months to realize that? I don't give a fuck about the money I spent. It's just the time and energy I put into this and being like, you know, and I'm really trying to, you know, consume my feelings, or at least I thought I was consuming my feelings, but over time I allow my feelings to consume me to I the day I just and this is the very last time we talked. it's just I just blacked on her all the resentment anger I felt I just blacked on her and after a while she just she was on her I don't owe you anything shit she was very you know what you're gonna think you're gonna, you gonna feel how you're gonna feel you're gonna think how you're gonna think no matter what I tell you so it is what it is I don't give a fuck anymore you know, so if we never talk again is she's basically I'm, I'm good with that type deal. And once I got that shit out of my system with it it was like that brief, brief period of regret that's when I I haven't thought about it since, honestly. Even while me talking to you I haven't I haven't really thought about it at all. No negative I just felt like that was that moment for me to purge everything out but now me with me listening to this girls not even listening reading about the Maya Marcano situation I definitely should have took more time to myself and just really 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 bunker down to just consume my emotions and attempted to talk to somebody not how I did on the podcast episodes just really talk to somebody because that shit hurt that shit hurt that shit hurt that's the thing about rejection nobody likes it nobody likes it but honestly it's needed we take that shit as especially men niggas take that shit as an indictment on their character or as a human being overall we treat it as if we got we treat it as if we got told we're the ugliest niggas in the world, and also the entitlement. How dare you reject me, bitch? You should be glad I even found you fucking attractive in the first place. Fuck you. Who the fuck are you to to judge me? And that's and that's how we take it too. Like by them rejecting us, they like judging us and not giving them a fair, not giving us a fair chance for them to get to know us. But nah, man. We're not entitled to that. We're not entitled to it, yes. And why would you want to? Why would you want a strong armor woman into saying yes to you? It's not organic. It's not authentic. She's not into you. Like for a woman, to, for a woman to give her your, for a woman to give her number to you out of fear. Like you didn't accomplish it. That ain't player. That ain't. That ain't cool. Like she just give you the number for you to get the fuck out of her face and let her go home alive. That shit ain't cool. And then y'all trying to convince yourselves that y'all these alpha males look. I'm gonna need y'all to stop watching these Kevin Samuels movies, Kevin, Kevin Samuels videos. Like his advice doesn't apply to all you niggas. I told y'all that before. Like, it's, it's honorable, it's cool that you're working at your job at FedEx, you got your own place and shit, but don't take it, like, don't take that Kevin sandwich shit to the head, like, mentally and emotionally you still got to growing up to do. A real alpha male doesn't have to convince himself or others that he's an alpha male. If you gotta go hard to convince women that you're trying to back that you're an alpha male, you are not an alpha male at all, nigga. Fuck all that alpha, beta male male talk. Just be your best you. Be a better you. Learn how to take rejection. As night, 10 times out of 10, rejection has nothing personally to do with you. And that is something that I have to remind myself. If anything, you just take it as you being redirected towards possibly something better. Maybe you and that person were better off being friends. Or maybe by you dealing with that person, whatever, you learn more about yourself. About the things that you don't want and about the things that you do want. As no, It is not an indictment on your character. She doesn't know your character. She only got to a little bit of the surface level. It's nothing to do with you. And when I say, and I'm not just saying this to y'all, I'm saying this about me. It's not an indictment on my character character just because you didn't do anything violent to the woman when you when she told you no it like it doesn't mean that you're any better how you respond emotionally is saying something about you so women should be able to tell you no and go home with their fucking lives intact my nigga so That's what I mean when I say I could have handled it better, way better with Mahogany. Like, yeah, I got my shit off and I purged, but damn, I should have just bunkered down and just really, 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 really healed. And I'm still healing. It's just. Now I'm thinking about, damn. I'm telling all these niggas this, and I feel like I'm no, I'm being a fucking hypocrite. We don't talk. I know she has my number blocked. It is what it is. It's better off that way. It's 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 better off that way. Even if they did some bogus shit on their part, you can hold them accountable. You can hold them accountable, but still hold yourself accountable. Whether it's rejection, playing you, whatever the fuck. It's not an indictment on you. And indicting them doesn't really change anything either. Yeah, you can hold them accountable, but what's? But it's really not going to change the outcome. And whether or not, and when they offer you that friendship card, it's like it's really up to you whether or not you want to accept it. You're not entitled to it, just like they're not entitled to date you romantically. They're like, they're also not entitled to your friendship either. It's up to you. But one thing's for sure. No means no. It's not the end of the world. It's not the, it's not the end of your world or the world in general. It's the end of the world that you wanted to be with with that girl. Now I'm sounding like Drake. <laughs> um, next subject, I also wanted to touch on something else. Chica. Yeah, that was corny as fuck. <laughs> um. yeah so I was just scrolling and I saw somebody retweet this girl Chica I first knew about her back when I used to listen to the read that's a lie let me take that back I first found out about her in the early 2010s Twitter she would go viral off her freestyles and shit like it were cool I mean I liked it like all right she's saying some shit that's what's up and then later on when and then later on I heard more about her from the read back when I used to listen to it then um you know then she got an announcement from the other artists all right she's met Ari Lennox she's been acknowledged by Wale she's a fan of Wale's and all that shit She's from D.C., so it's a D.C. thing, so I get it, you know. Fast forward to now, um, I just see her saying this wild shit, saying happy. It it was this tweet, basically her saying happy Halloween, and it's her posting this picture of somebody's daughter, and next to it is a fucking skeleton. And her catch is red, Happy Halloween. So I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? So I go through the thread wormhole to see where this shit originated from. And it goes all the way back to her saying some shit about... Like, I don't remember verbatim, but it was some shit about her saying how niggas don't say the word... How niggas say the word female instead of saying woman. Something along those lines. And then... This dude responds with, but y'all be calling each other bitches, so I don't get, like, but y'all be calling each other bitches, though. And then it just spirals into something totally different to where she's fucking battling against the barbs the Nicki Minaj stands. I'm like, what the fuck? How the fuck is, and that's the thing. How the fuck it went from point A it snowballed all the way to fucking 110 somewhere. It's like it was a it, it like it's uh I'm sorry. It just went from straight to a fucking zigzag and then went straight to the bottom somewhere and because the conversation that started to the conversation that ended is Two totally fucking things. Two totally different things. And then next thing I know this girl says something to Chica and then Chica which turns out she she took that, she downloaded that girl's daughter, picture of her daughter and then posted up there with a skull talking about Happy Halloween. I'm like, wow. And it wasn't just me that felt off-putting by that. Off-putting. P-U-T-T-I-N-G by the way. It wasn't just me that felt the way about that. A lot of people felt the weird way about it. But there was a few people who defended Chica. Um Zola. She was like co-signing Chica's bullshit. She even said some something about her uterus being dusty, some weird shit. Mind you. I'm, and just for that, I definitely intend on reviewing her only fans. For those who don't know, or, or whatever, Zola, they basically made a movie about her based on the fucking, her Twitter threads that went viral. They made a movie about that, so she has an OnlyFans. So, I still def, I I definitely intend on checking that out soon. But, yeah. And what I, the first thing I took from that is This is why I always say it's important to take these social media sabbats, the social media breaks, basically. Like, just step away from the phone and stay away from, stay off of Twitter and Instagram for a day or two. Because my whole thing, the whole thing I've learned from being online and shit is when you spend too much time on your phone, and you spend too much time interacting with negative energies, over time, you start... Their negative energy starts rubbing off on you. And before you know it, you start engaging with the net just like they would. And I feel like that was the case with Chica. She spent so... Like, that's what I took from it. Her spending so much time fucking engaging with trolls, interacting with trolls, that... She's moving like one. I actually to me that's the second thing. The first thing is leave niggas kids out of it, out of it. Kids don't have nothing to do with whoever you got beef with. Like I'm I'm on the Tony Montana shit. No women and no children. Well, at least no children. Especially daughters. That's that's also a reason why I stop posting family members. Whatever your issue is, you have with me, you have with me. Not my mother, not my father, not my sisters, not my brothers, and definitely not my nieces or my nephews, sons and daughters, whatever the fuck. They're young. They don't have nothing to do with what I said to you. I ain't come for your kids, don't, don't come for mine. And for Chica to do that and then double down on it by having this um Michael Jordan fuck them kids mean as a profile picture as a badge of honor was just some weirdo shit so I blocked her I'm like yeah I'm I'm i good off her like I listened to a couple of her music the industry game shit it's alright like I'm not saying that because of her the child shit aside it's alright like you know you could kind of hear it on an Issa Rae insecure ish type show right like, it, it it's it's cool, but i felt but I felt like the whole energy you having for trolls you could have put that in some of those bars, put some jalapeno on those bars, put some jalapeno on those productions, come out with another e p keep the buzzing instead you out here and that, instead you out here trying to fucking move like a demon to battle demons and nobody wins (laughs) nobody wins at the end of it like the Nicki Minaj stands were crazy as fuck to do to come off the way they come off as usual but you was also just as crazy to come off the way you came off because you brought somebody's kid in it that was wild and weird as hell like if I was a fan like say for example Somebody was like, yo, you should definitely check out this girl Chica. She's cool. Like, her boss is tough. Like, her, she got an EP. I'm going to check it out. Whatever the fuck. You listen to a couple of the songs. It's okay. And then you come across her on the Twitter. She's talking about fuck them kids. It's like, yeah, I'm good off you. I don't know you. And I don't want to get to know you. That's what it was with me after I saw that. I blocked her immediately. Like, you know what? I don't know you. And I don't want to get to know you. I mean, I knew lo- I knew a little bit about you, but that's as far as I want to take it. I don't want to get to know you. Says I'm all the way good off you. That's a bad look on people. That's a bad look, not just on yourself as an artist, but to the- also it's a bad look on the people that support you, whether it's your peers or, or- and or your fans. Like it's just. You got ugly to interact with ugly. Like nobody comes out pretty in this. And you and you insist on doubling down as if, you know, you, like. It, uh, I mean, and that's and that's also asinine for her to put that fucking Michael Jordan profile as as if she don't give a fuck which is which, what's the proper word for it is it a contradiction or whatever fuck because if you really didn't give a fuck you wouldn't have interacted with it interacted with it in the first place so embracing yourself as if you're this fucking quote unquote villain to me comes off as a like protect like a self protection mechanism or some type of way Like, I don't know the proper words for it, but it's basically you trying to protect yourself. But in reality, it's just, you just hurt. All you have to do is block and or get away from the, like, log off. All you got to do is log off and those trolls and these people or whatever fuck no longer exist to you. It doesn't matter. They don't matter. Their opinions about your weight don't matter. Them saying whether you are ugly or not don't matter. Them saying your music is whack or whatever, it don't matter when you log out of that fucking app and get away from your phone. Touch grass, hit the booth, be around people that actually give a fuck about you. Instead, you interacting with fucking weird-ass people and becoming just as weird as them. Like, come on, fam. Like, that turned me all the way off. That turned me all the way off from her, right? So, I wish Chica and the Barb's and whoever the fuck healing, energy, and recovery towards them. Like, just limit your interactions online. Take a fucking 24, 48-hour break. Be productive in the real world. Get into something. Learn something new. Interact with people. Or go out by yourself. You interact, you're like the energy you interact with over time for a long period of time is going to rub off on you. And before you know it, you're going to start moving like a troll. And that's why I'll be blocking my own following, mute my own following. I have one of my followers muted right now. Because she's coming off like misandry for clout Twitter. Like, yeah, I'm good off you. Now you're getting corny. So, yeah, um, but enough about that. I'm gonna get into OnlyFans review volume seventy-one. The in-depth of it, uh, three OnlyFans account that I review: the Euphoria Room, Amina's VIP OnlyFans, and Melissa Ford. And the first name I'm gonna start off with is the Euphoria Room. She's dead ass pretty. She's dead ass pretty. Like her face and her body, especially her face. Her face reminds me of Nicole Rae. It really does I okay. mm, mm, mm. mm, mm. yeah, her face just reminds me of Nicole ray for some reason, the eyes, the lips, the face, I love it, i be loving it, so yeah, um she's mainly solo content, and yo, I'm gonna just saying on this podcast, I love her vagina, I love the way it looks, it's smooth, it's fat it's. It be creamy when she does solo. It be creamy when she does solo content. I'm loving it, fam. She's fucking pretty, fam. And she a BBW. I be loving it. And let me not forget the rose-covered titty. The rose covered tat, the, the rose, yeah, the rose tattoo that's covered across the titty. I'm loving it. That really caught my attention, too. I'm loving it. So, um, yeah. For the most part, she's mainly solo content oh yeah that that thing stay waxed. Wow, I would mm. anywho anywho um she mainly does solo content, and from what from when I first reviewed it, she doesn't do pay-per-view content, and when I go back now she yeah, she still doesn't have pay-per-view content. So she's mainly main page content. So that's what's up. I'm loving it. So far, I don't see that she does I don't see that she does any customs or requests or anything of that nature. It's just she you she she just posts on the main page and what you see is what you get type deal. And it's it's dope. I fucked with it. Like it's not no short shit, neither. Like, the shortest shit I've seen is, like, 59, 50 seconds. And other than that, most of our content is from three to five to seven minutes. That's not bad. You well, know? But you can definitely inquire about whether or not she does customs. Definitely inquire in the DMs and shit. But you know in order to get customs that you actually have to tip for it, right? Don't be fucking... Like you niggas can't be asking if women do this, that, and the third, and not be willing to pay for that service, nigga. Like it's an interaction. It's an interaction. It's a transactional thing. So respect the transactional shit. Can't be can't be a one-way street. I don't condone that. So yeah. Um But yeah, to me, she's worth subscribing to. She's worth subscribing to by the content. And her... She's fucking pretty. She And plus it's like, what? 11, 11 bucks a month? Like, you niggas is coming across a gold mine to me. You getting, low, you getting off. Fuck it. And not only that, she does music. I didn't even know she um, did music until I went to her Linktree. She's also an artist. She makes music. So, the fact that she's doing this and doing it on me fans... I fucked with it, the euphoria's, the euphoria room, T H E E U P H O R I A R O O M. That's her, that's her um OnlyFans, 11, 11 a month. She's definitely worth seeing about, you know. Next one is Amina's VIP OnlyFans. fans. She's another BBW baddie. But she's a no face, no case type of girl. The only time you see her is when she has the ski mask. It's when she has that ski mask on. And when she has that pixelated face. I hate that pixelated face shit. To me, it just looks ugly. Not her face, because obviously you can't see her face. It's just the pixelated, pixelated shit. It's just ill. Like it's just it just rubs me the wrong way. Now she she has a customs and she has a customs and all the other shit. And I'm about to go to it now. Let me see. Uh one-on-one online entertainment. She does online shows. Private shows are done through FaceApp, WhatsApp, and Skype. Texting it texting and sexting phone calls girlfriend experience domination dick ratings custom requests i'm about to go to the i'm about to go to it now um dick her dick ratings are from yeah the dick ratings on the 1 to 10 scale is $5 the custom voice rating $10 descriptive new rating $20 all right What else? Uh, If there's any videos that you see on the timeline and you want the full version, DM her the video link or screenshot, shoot it, and she'll send it to you. But obviously, again, you have to pay, AKA tip. Don't expect people to send you free shit and you don't pay for it. The least you can do is is tip a good amount. And another thing, don't be tipping no bullshit like three to five dollars. Don't be that guy. It's like no woman finds that guy attractive. You just a woman gives you fucking a five minute video and you tip her three to five dollars and call you. And you tip her three to five dollars and call yourself an alpha male. That ain't no alpha male shit. That ain't no beta male shit. That's just some broke, weak nigga shit. Don't be that. Tip them at least ten to twenty dollars. Don't be that nigga. You know, but yeah. From but from what I see, you know, other than that, her main page content, I love it. She's another one with the titties and the vagina and the ass. I'm loving it. I'm t- I'm loving it. Um she does post some, you know, previews and shit. And her lips. Wow, I'm fucking loving it. But yeah, she does post some, you know, snippets which will lead you into the DMs, which I'm about to go into right now. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? And her pay-per-view DM content is fair. I fuck with it. $5 for 3 minutes and 56 seconds. $5 for two clips. $5 for 4 minutes and 43 seconds. You know, her pricing seems fair consistent. I fucks with it yeah you know, so, and obviously she does customs as soon as I can look through the um what you call it, oh yeah, donation menu. here we go, custom pictures, one picture is seven bucks, custom fetish pictures, one picture starts at ten dollars each discounts are available for customer picture benefits, you know, just ask and you will receive as long as you pay. But I'll be loving it. She does solo content and boy-girl content. You know, she looks good when she's riding day. I think I think she looks good when she's riding day. But but I also have a weakness for BBW girls, and she's an ebony. And the darker the berry, the juicy the the juicier the juices. I'm fucking with it. She's another one I'm fucking with. Definitely see about her too. She's fourteen ninety nine a month. So the fact that she's giving y'all, you know, five to seven dollar content in the pay-per-views, it's not bad at all. I vibes with it. I vibes with it. So she's definitely worth checking out too. Like even though she's not, even though she doesn't show her face, just by me seeing her lips, I can tell she's attractive. Definitely. So I I fucks with her. I. I fucked with her. But um, last and not least, I want to get to Melissa Ford. Now, I ain't going to hold it. I I never would have thought I'd see the day Melissa Ford joining. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't even think Melissa Ford would be the type to join on there. I mean, it's one thing for you to see her pictures in the XXL, I Candy, K Magazine, whatever. But to get into the OnlyFans well, realm, realm I mean she's attractive, but see, she also carries herself a different way. She's not she's not the type that you're gonna see fucking herself with a dildo and on and on and you definitely don't get that on OnlyFans, just to let you know. Not yet at least. I'm still got my finger crossed for that shit. But um yeah. Her OnlyFans profile her main page profile, shit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Same thing. I'm, same way when I'm honest on there. She just the type of picture she posts is just something you can see on Instagram and Google and shit. I'm gonna keep it real. You can see it on in Instagram. You can see it on Google. You can. Go to the Smooth Magazine if you still have it. You can go to the K Magazine if you still have it. Double XL Eye Candy if you still have it. Wherever the fuck you have a better chance. The main page is uh, it's cool. I mean, if, I mean, obviously you're going to look at it because it's Melly Ford. But if you want to see something explicit, you're not going to see nothing there. If you want to see something exclusive, you're not going to see nothing there. Now, the pay-per-view content. Uh, I don't agree with some of the prices. Like and yeah, I don't agree with some of the prices. Right? Like I understand why she would charge what she would charge because she's Melissa Ford and if you're trying to see I mean the only the only thing explicit you're gonna see is Melissa Ford Melissa Ford's titties, possibly. It all depends on how much you want to pay to see said titties. And it's kind of a gamble. To me is a I say a gamble because I say a gamble because I for one of the pay-per-views I got sent it was $5 to see some titties. So I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's nice of her." So I paid the 5 and it's just, you know, you just see more titty meat. You don't see you don't see the areolas and the nipples and shit like that. And I'm like, uh... Mm. So this is that type of game. It's like the higher I pay, I have a better chance of seeing that. It's, she's basically like... The, the $50 and $100 ones is where she really gets r- racy with it. But I'm just afraid of it being a cellist way experience. Like, you paying all that to see just titties and the areola nipple. Like, I, again, I get it. She's Melissa Ford. There will be some niggas that's actually willing to pay 50 or, $25, $50, $100 dollars just to see titties. And I mean the whole titty. Areola nipples and all. But for the average man, it's like, fuck all that. I could just go to Reddit and see that shit, and, which I don't encourage at all. But at the same time, I get it. I get it on both sides. Anyone that's a fan of Melissa Ford is just a horny-ass person. You're going to pay that $25.50, whatever the fuck, or even 5 But for the average man, like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to see Melissa Ford's titties or possi- possibly her pussy that bad. So I get it. You know, and any other time I would have given somebody, I would have given him shit for content like this. So I, to me, it just I just, the only reason I've, I come up so undecided is because I want to come down on her. But at the same time, it's a, I feel like it's also a slight bias because A, she's Melissa Ford. She's a baddie, even to this day and b she's just starting out. she's just starting out. you know what I'm saying, so she's still finding her footing. She got some other things on her main page that you can interact with. She's doing that five dollar tip will get you five hundred dollars worth of content ten dollar tip will get you a hundred dollars worth of it. shit like that. she's finding her footing she's fine she's tipping her toes in the water a little bit to find like. What type of content she's comfortable doing. She doesn't seem like the long time girl. So, if we, that's why I'm crossing my fingers. Hopefully, we get the racy shit. And hopefully, the racy shit isn't super duper expensive. So, we'll see. So, the only thing I gotta tell you niggas is subscribe at your own risk. Subscribe at your own risk. Go in that, go in that shit with low expectations. You know? She isn't going to be masturbating with a dildo on the wall like Gloria Vales, you know. She isn't going to be like, you know, Vita Gura fucking posing topless with a fucking yoga stance and shit. She, I don't know. She may be similar to Tahiri. She may be even better to Tahiri. Fucking, I'm going to say it out by bias. She may be better than Tahiri. Just out of bias. I know she reported my shit to Harry to this day. But yeah. Just go in, go in, with, her, go in with low expectations. Subscribe at your own risk. Like I'm definitely going to circle back to her page a month from now. Tops. And see where this is heading. And then go from there. You know what I'm saying? So subscribe at your own risk. With low expectations. That's all I got for you. And um, also now we're into that part where I'm going to end this off with a Raleigh randoms. And it's th- this one is not hard for me at all this time. I know exactly what I want to talk about to y'all. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I just saw the um Dave Chappelle shit. Dave Chappelle's new special on Netflix it's great. Like, he nails it out the park like usual. Especially that um that sto- that Daphne story towards the end. Yo. Dave Chappelle is A1 at storyteller. And that but that story but that Daphne story is also fucking heartbreaking. So you gotta listen, you gotta see you gotta see his special for yourself, Dave Chappelle the Closer. It's on Netflix. And as a matter of, and also earlier, a couple minutes before I started recording, I was trying to get into the BET Hip Hop Awards. I really was, but that shit was just so underwhelming. I got as far as Tobey, I can't even say his last name, but his wife is Fat. Her name is Fat. Like, that's just her nickname. And shit. I don't know. I, but I definitely knew about him. So it was like, all right, cool, you know. And then as soon as it got to the hip hop, and then I got as far as the BT hip hop cipher with F- Fabio Foreign and the Brianna Banks girl. Th- that's the only one I was into. I'll say that much. Cause two reasons: one, she was thick as shit, and she was the only one who had a who kept flow on the beat. Everyone else is, you know. But the fucking cipher and the hip hop war has been made for quite some time, so. I just, you know what? I'm checking out this shit. I'm good off it. But um, here's what I really want to discuss on the Riley Randoms. The blatant swiping. Swiper dude swiping. Swiping content online, swiping con- swiping styles and shit in real life. Like, y'all doing a big disservice to your authentic being when you're swiping creativity that isn't yours. I feel like that's disrespectful to your authentic being. You know, you're not even, you're not even leaning into your creativity. You're not even attempting to lean in your creativity. You're just being lazy and, and swiping and stealing somebody else's creativity to what? Get, get clout quick, get hot quick, get attention, instant gratification for what? For creativity that's not even yours? If anything, you're, you're complimenting the person that you're stealing it from because that just goes to show you need niggas like them to, li- to breathe out here. Without them, what are you? A regular-ass person. Sometimes, or sometimes your creativity lies in a different medium. So, you're doing, and so again, you're doing yourself a disservice to your authentic being when you swipe somebody, somebody else's creativity. You're hurting yourself more than you are them. It's disrespectful. Sometimes your creativity lies in a different medium. Sometimes it's not in their lane. Sometimes it's not in that lane. Sometimes it's in different lanes. Maybe you're not meant to be a comedian. Maybe you're not meant to be a rapper, an artist. Maybe you were meant to be a songwriter. Maybe you were meant to be a doctor. Maybe you were meant to be something else different. Just believe in yourself. That's it. Believe in yourself and explore your sh- and explore yourself outside of your fucking bubble. Short success is short lived. Like that instant gratification shit and shit. Gaining attention from a lot of people that won't even matter, that won't even matter in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean shit. Getting respect Getting attention and respect from your fucking peers and your loved ones and your family, that means something. All that, all that fucking vanity shit really don't mean anything. So again, you're doing yourself a disservice to your authentic core when you're swiping people's contents or when you're swiping somebody else's creativity overall. Believe in your authentic being. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and explore your purpose. And trust me, when you get into your purpose back, none of this vanity shit gonna mean shit. Cause by then you're gonna be you're gonna feel so fucking fulfilled. And I'm jealous of people that that don't even get to experience that euphoria. But yeah, we're about to run out of time. So again, shout out to my old followers and new followers. Riley RileyWritens.com, R I L E Y W R I T T E N S. I also got music you can get acquainted with. I'm coming out with an EP project called After 12. Get hip to that. Subscribe to my newsletter. I can send you a rough draft to listen to. And um, yeah, man. One.